When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Football. Welcome into Purple Daily. Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad, Declan Goff producing, and our guest, Courtney Cronin from ESPN.com. Don't forget, tomorrow you can find Vikings Ventline as part of the Purple Daily podcast umbrella of amazing award-winning content. I don't know what awards we've won, but maybe someday. Um, we are the most interactive show in Minnesota sports with Vikings Ventline, and that we bring you guys, Vikings fans, into the video with us. If you miss it ever, you can find it in audio form, too, on uh, any podcast platform, Apple, Spotify, scorenorth.com. But everyone, this is the weekly Confidence, Concerns, Curiosities episode. So, Dex, let's fire up some appropriate music. And we'll start with Courtney Cronin, the thing. Now, this is the game. that This is like the no-brainer game of the year so far, which usually means something's like they're going to yeah. be down by 20 points early. Uh, the thing you're most confident in against the Jaguars on behalf of the Vikings. I'm confident in Kirk Cousins. Like, I really am. These are bad teams that they've had back to back to back, and they should have beaten Dallas. But this is a stretch of their schedule that initially when we were looking at, like, how this whole thing might play out during the um, preseason, that this was supposed to be where they're hitting their stride and that they're really taking off and getting, you know, themselves in good position for the playoffs. Um, I am confident they will get back to 500 or get to 500, not back because it's never been there uh, for the first time this season with Kirk Cousins having another really good day uh, like he had last week against the Carolina Panthers. I don't think it's going to require a fourth quarter game winning drive, fourth quarter comeback, but I do think that he will be able to get Justin Jefferson and get a- Adam Thielen the share of their targets that, they need in order for this offense to succeed, not having to rely entirely on Dalvin Cook. I'm confident that no matter what path the Vikings choose offensively, they can run, they can pass, they can pass backwards, they can long snap the entire game, that they're going to have success against a Jacksonville team that just fired its GM. Um, its head coach, Doug Marone, is on life support as far as his professional career goes. Jacksonville's defense, not that long ago, really good, right? Jacksonville has yeah, all these players. Like three years ago. Yeah, really good. Uh, they are 29th against the pass. They are 29th against 
the run in, by the way, a 32-team league. And they are 30th in points surrendered at 29 and one half per game. I am confident that the Vikings could basically send their JV squad out there on offense. I mean, you start Sean Mannion, start the kid Careful from what you wish for. Iowa. I don't care who dude, you, you start. If, you're going to score points. Dude, I just want to make sure, Dex, that you've captured everything that's been said in the last three minutes yeah. for when the Vikings somehow lose this game to Mike Glennon. And we can just all of us can because I'm going to oh, say the same God. thing. Yeah. The thing that I'm the most confident in. I'm going to start with I'm going to start with Aaron Rodgers career statistics. OK, and, and you'll just follow me here for a second. All right. Aaron Rodgers' career passer rating, 103.3. Jaguars this season are allowing opposing quarterbacks a 106.3 passer rating. Aaron Rodgers in his career is averaging 270 yards passing per game. That's funny. The Jaguars are giving up 280 yards passing per game this year. And uh, let's see. The Jaguars are giving up a 6% touchdown rate, which is exactly Aaron Rodgers' career touchdown rate. The Jaguars have turned... All of the opposing quarterbacks collectively into Aaron Rodgers' career. <laughs> so if you're not throwing for 300 yards Start and three Nate touchdowns, Stanley. That's something what you're saying. is wrong. Start Nate Stanley. Let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think everyone just stole all the confidence here, right? Like, I, I'm not falling into this trap game mess. I would love to be exposed here in 48 hours. Like, I'm totally okay with that. But Jacksonville's just putrid across the football over everywhere. And as Phil now just pointed out, they're literally making everyone look like Aaron Rodgers and they played Baker Mayfield yet last week. I mean they've played some good amount of they played some good quarterbacks too absolutely like Aaron Rodgers and Deshaun Watson. Baker Mayfield but, missed like five wide open touchdown passes and still yeah. put up ridiculous so if, numbers. If Baker Mayfield is looking like that against this defense, Kirk Cousins should have an absolute field day. The Vikings should steamroll. All right, Courtney, the thing that you are the most concerned <laughs> Off of about that, yeah, what's yeah. your concern? <laughs> yeah. Well, they opened up as nine and a half point favorites at home. Um, and I remember when I tweeted that out on Sunday night, there were a lot of people being like, this is Buffalo. This has Buffalo written all over it again. Um, do I think it's going to be that bad if, even if it is a close game? No. Um, but I am kind of curious. I mean, they, for all the jokes that we're making, Cleveland nearly lost that game last week. Green Bay got played really tough, uh, on the, you know, the, the Jaguars were on the road and that was actually, a decent game. Mm-hmm. Um, what would go wrong here to make that a close game? That's kind of what I'm concerned about. Are we seeing something, you know, d- the defense looked pretty good against Carolina and they really, they only gave up 13 points. The other two were off turnovers. Um, if that same type of thing happens where it's another fumble from Kirk Cousins, if he gets strip sacked, uh, if Dalvin Cook, you know, fumbles again, like, a stretch like that against this team, which has shown, yeah, they're terrible and they should really be tanking and everybody's going to be gone at the end of the year anyways from the coaching staff because they want Trevor Lawrence and, and what have you. Um, if there is a stretch of play like that, because they almost didn't overcome it against Carolina, that game should not have been 28-27, and it was. Can they do that two weeks in a row? Can they? And, and that would require Kirk Cousins to go win the game for you. Can he do that two weeks in a row? That's what I'm concerned about. Oh, let's see. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? Okay, let's go to the defensive side of the ball where the Vikings really aren't that good. And then let's consider um, Jacksonville's run game. And I give you undrafted rookie James Robinson, okay? The third leading rusher. And this again, ladies and gentlemen, is why you can find guys that can run the football. He, he is the third leading rusher in the National Football League with 890 yards on the season. The Vikings are 19th against the run, giving up 120.7 yards per game. 
Robinson has four 100-yard rushing games this season, including 128 on 22 carries last week against Cleveland. I will tell you, Courtney, exactly what can go wrong or could go, go wrong. The Jaguars exposed the the Vikings' run defense for not being mm-hmm. very good, and now you've got problems because now Zim freaks out and puts a priority on trying to stop the run, and Mike... Glennon, he of the greatest pencil neck since Merton Hanks starts to pick you apart off offensively. So Merton Hanks reference, Merton man. Hanks. Oh, Mike, man. okay. Google pictures of Merton Hanks. Google Merton and Hanks Mike neck. Glennon. Merton Hanks and, neck and neck, and you will see Go. two of the greatest pencil necks of all time. My point being is, I think the answer to Courtney's question is the run defense could struggle, and that would actually provide a problem. That's a neck, Oh, my man. God, his neck is very long. <laughs> oh, pencil neck's great, man. Can you, can you pop something up on Merton Hanks had one of the yeah. great necks of all time, but but Glennon's neck is incredible. He it has photoshopped. Like, it's weird, like, looking at his photo. Merton Hanks was like, good, too. San Francisco to, defensive back, it, really good. And with those, like, that, the Niners, you know, 94-95, I think he was on the Super Bowl team in the mid-'90s. He was, yeah. And, uh, and he would wear, with that bright red jersey and those white pants, he would have the white turtleneck coming up, too, sometimes, so it like and then, and then his interception dance was like yeah, yeah. He, he leaned into it is, is he big bird it it was fantastic amazing. um it, wasn't he like high up in the league too at one point Merton Hanks uh yes yes he was he, he worked in the league at one point but anyway if you look at Merton Hanks neck and Glennon's <laughs> neck they're two of the greatest necks of all time there's so much neck there Dex, don't, like tw- Dex, don't worry about it. It's like a leg. Because um, I, I want to... All right, I, I'm going to bring it back to reality a little bit here from my the thing that I was most confident in. Like I'm confident that the Vikings should absolutely put up points and move the ball through the air, etc. Um, what I would be a little bit concerned about, if I'm the Vikings here, of the 10 losses for the Jaguars, five of them have come by one score or less, including a couple closer games. Now, I guess I haven't gone through and seen like in a game that they lost by seven, were they really down by thirty? And like I, but mm-hmm. but they but the final scores haven't been as disastrous in uh, five out of their ten losses, and in four of their last five games, all losses, they've scored twenty points or more. There's probably some garbage time in there, but if you're the Vikings, you're probably gonna have to score like you know twenty four, twenty seven, thirty points if you want to uh, distance yourself from this Jaguars team. So I could see. Like a thirty to twenty situation where uh, maybe yeah, the Vikings I don't know score. Exactly my final score that I picked thirty to twenty. Thirty twenty. 20. Mm-hmm. Cover the spread narrowly, something like that. So, all right. The thing that you're most curious about, Courtney Cronin. So I know that I I could pick special teams here, but I'll leave that up to Judd because I'm sure he'll, he has something like. The Dalvin Cook thing. I I feel like a broken record because I harp on this every single week. And what is it going to take? Because you know, they 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 stopped the run last week. I mean, he had no rushing touchdowns. The first time in a while that he hasn't had at least like one touchdown in a game, and he had sixty one rushing yards. I mean, like it was not a good performance. You know, all th- all things considered, for Dalvin Cook, who's used to dominating teams, um, in this final stretch, they've got five games left. They have to beat. There's to be one marquee win. Like you have to either beat Tampa Bay or you have to beat the saints in order to up your playoff chances. Like I know right now they're at like 24 to 26%, depending upon whose projections you look at. But like, if they want to be a good, t- if they want to get in like the, the seventh seed, they have to go not, they have to win this game. Then they have to knock Tampa Bay off next week. Um, I don't 
know if they're going to be able to do that if Dalvin Cook is worn down to a point where he's not the same version of himself that he was earlier this season. And there's no indication that he's not. They just stopped the run last week. I just worry about the injuries, and I worry about just – and not even just like that he's injury-prone or whatever people want to label him as. It's just the fact that it's December. Like, you know what happens with Derrick Henry in December? He only gets better. The last two years, he's rushed for 500 yards or more in the month of December. That has not been the case for Dalvin Cook. So it's apples to oranges. Um, I want to see the Vikings actually rely um, heavily on both Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen, but also incorporating the tight ends in there. I mean, Kyle Rudolph, you know, I don't know if Irv Smith's ever going to play again this season at this rate. I mean, he's missed games and he's now got a back injury. I don't know what it is, but something in me tells me he might be out beyond this week because um, whatever it is doesn't seem to be getting better. Kyle Rudolph's a really good option in in the absence of Irv Smith, and he's a good I mean, he's a good receiving threat for Kirk Cousins in short yarded situations. Obviously, if he you know, could find him in the end zone, he's a big deal there too. So go through other channels, and I want to see if Mike Zimmer can concede to that a little bit and actually like believe that that's the way that you can win games. I'm curious if if that's the case, if they or if they're just going to try to ride Dalvin Cook for all he's worth. All right, I'll bite. <laughs> Special teams. Can we can we please <laughs> go through an entire game and look? They, they uh, blocked a kick last week, I get that. But can we just please go through an entire game where Chris Boyd does not draw a flag on a punt by either freaking out because it's a fake punt or trying to block a guy in the back uh, when it's not necessary? Can we go through a game, Courtney, without BB muffing a punt or if Osborne's not going to play? I mean, honest to God, no bad long snaps. Can we just get through a normal, like, ordinarily you go to a game and, and you think, you know what, special teams, probably boring. Time to go to the bathroom or go get a Coke or something, right? Can we just have that game from the Vikings on Sunday? <laughs> Nothing. Ex- they don't need to return anything for a touchdown. They don't need to do something really well. They just need to. And look, here's the thing that just astounds me. These special teams goofs, right? For mm-hmm. the most part, I think goof, across goof. the board, <laughs> since they've started, these goofs have not involved one blocked or missed kick by Dan Bailey. Like, that used to be the problem, right? Uh, a, yeah. they, they missed an extra point. They, 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 Think about this. They've had years where, like, oh, the punter didn't kick a touchback all year, but the kicker can't make an extra point. And it's like, and now it's like Dan Bailey's been pretty damn reliable, and they can't even snap it right. Chris Boyd penalties, and we're talking about, you know, muffed punts. Can we just have an ordinary special team? No, game? not with this franchise. Nope. Uh, the thing the thing I'm the most curious about is actually uh, nothing to do with this game, so I'm going to cheat here because the Vikings are going to win this game. I'm curious about the Cardinals-Rams game because that yeah. that is the game that has the most impact on the Vikings' path to the playoffs. The Rams are uh, two-and-a-half-point favorites going into Phoenix for that game against the Arizona Cardinals, who are 6-5. and five. So if the Cardinals lose to the Rams, as they are uh, on schedule to do, that should be a good close game, but... I think the Rams win that game and the Vikings take care of business. Then those two teams will be tied at six and six. Now the 49ers have just been this ragtag bunch with injuries. They're also five and six along with the Vikings. I'm not even counting the bears here. They play Monday night against the bills who are eight and three, but it's a home game for San Francisco. I can't get a re- San Francisco plays hard, ton of injuries. It wouldn't shock me if they won that game, but I'm more interested and curious in scoreboard watching 
than mm-hmm. I am in this is, uh, see, this is exactly, what's going to happen here. This is what Zim fears. You can play this all of this Zimmer back fears. on Monday if and when the Vikings yep. lose. See, you just looked past the Jacksonville I, Jaguars. I'm not going to fear monger on behalf of the Vikings here. Take care of business if you're a pro team and you want to go to the playoffs. <laughs> That's how I'm. If that if that's how you view yourself, that's how I will treat you this week. And if and if that changes, then we can address it on Monday. Declan, yeah, I'm most curious on just Alexander Madison's input into this game. I mean, for the last few weeks, I mean, he just has two one and two touches in the last three weeks respectively. He's getting no time. And if you're the Vikings and you get up big against Jacksonville and you are up, let's say twenty one to three at halftime, just rest Alvin Cook. Let Alexander Madison get get the bulk of the carries in the second half. I just don't understand. If you're already making comments, too, like Gary Kubiak talking about the workload and he's getting banged up, this is the perfect time to put in Alexander Madison, who's just not just a backup. He's a starting caliber running back, so get him some touches. I want to see what he does against Jacksonville. Amen. So, we, so we're just guaranteed that Mike Glennon daggers the Vikings in the final 30 yeah. seconds there. I love that. I just love the neck. And these goofs. I love the neck. It just sort of flops around because his neck's so, <laughs> so big. Courtney, now that Kirk Cousins has become uh, Patrick Mahomes in many statistical categories, are you going with Dr. Dagger or fourth quarter Pharaoh for Kirk Cousins? Are those like floating around right now? Phil's a big Kirk Cousins apologist what, and fan. What about the late game luminary? How does that one sit? You know, I'm all for good alliteration. Uh, that works for me. You're at the I'll wrong station. You're at the wrong station with I'm, that one. I'm here for. I think Dr. Dagger. I think Dr. Dagger, especially if he daggers the vaunted Jags. This all right, that's a wrap on this episode of Purple Daily. <laughs> Thank God, not a moment too soon. <laughs> uh, we'll see you guys for Ventline tomorrow. Check out Courtney Cronin's Vikings coverage on ESPN.com. See you guys.